you know, if you start with plants and natural ingredients, they're real powerhouses of goodness. And yet globally, farms waste around 3 million tonnes of produce a year. You know, for us, it made logical sense to start with, what do we have here? And how do we take these really precious plants and make sure that we're not wasting them? And so, we, you know, we really wanted to shine a light on two things. The first is that, you know, some of the things we discard in reality are often incredibly precious and we can find a way to give them new life. And number two, you know, the power of what's actually in a raspberry plant. Well, Claire Bristow is the head of new product development at Kelsey, a British skincare brand that I've got to know and love, that fuses the power of British botanicals with powerful science. I'm Liz Earle and this is the Liz Earle Wellbeing Show, the podcast that looks at ways for all of us to thrive in later life by investing in our health and our well-being today. And this episode is brought to you in partnership with Kelsey. Now, I am forensic about ingredients. You might have seen my videos on Instagram recently coming to you live from the supermarket aisles as I go over various food packages with a fine tooth comb. And, you know, I am just as scrupulous about the ingredients I put onto my skin skin too. And I look for active ingredients that will work, preferably sourced from the natural world. And if I find something that brings these two points of focus together to deliver really good results on my aging skin, then that's what I go for. Well, another factor that is important to consider, of course, is sustainability, which is why you will find Kelsey's Midnight Reset, which is a brilliant overnight balm, and Mother of Masks. This is fantastic. It's bright pink and it's a genuinely rapid radiance mask. And you'll find those on my bathroom shelves. And they combine generations of fruit farming knowledge, more on why that's relevant to these beauty products in a moment, with cutting edge science to create just the most gorgeous British skincare. Well, before we kick off with Claire, I should say that to get maximum glow on your skin with minimum impact on your purse and planet, you can now use the code LizLoves at KelseySkin.com for a very generous 20% saving. Well, Claire has been with the Kelsey team since its inception in 2019, very much putting her previous 20 years experience in the beauty industry to brilliant use in working with the farming family founders to approach these particular products ethically and mindfully. So we hear a lot about sustainability in beauty, don't we? But what does it actually mean? Well, Claire, welcome. And I often think that when we hear about sustainability in consumer goods, the conversation tends to centre around packaging, you know, which is obviously an important part of the picture. But I know that only makes up a tiny part of the picture for you. So let's talk through some of the things that you'd like us as consumers to be aware of when we're looking for truly sustainable beauty brands. Well, firstly, thank you, Liz, for having me here. I think for us, Kelsey is a farming family originally. They're one of the biggest raspberry growers in the UK. Yeah, it's um, amazing. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, so it was a really interesting starting point for a brand and, you know, very different from some of my other experiences developing beauty. And I think what is really fascinating about this brand is that it starts with the premise of what do we have that's already here? What's existing, you know, on the planet um, and really shining a spotlight on that. So, Rather than starting out, you know, looking for new ingredients, as sort of farmers at heart, what they did was say, 
you know what, something like sort of 20% of the yield is being wasted because it's imperfect, you know, it doesn't look mm. absolutely like the perfect raspberry. And, you know, that's it's quite problematic. And one of the reasons that's problematic is, you know, if I can just share a couple of facts, something like 8% of um, greenhouse emissions globally come from treating food waste, which, wow. you know, is a huge figure. And, and food waste is just so wrong on so many levels. Oh, it is. When you know, obviously... e- e- ecologically, but also just the waste of it, just, just throwing away, you know, good quality raspberries that, you know, as you say, may be slightly imperfect in shape, but, you know, what on earth can we can we do with them? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you start with plants and natural ingredients, they're real powerhouses of goodness. Definitely. And yet, you know, globally, farms waste around 3 million tonnes of produce a year, wow. which is a huge figure. So, you know, for us, it made logical sense to start with, you know, what do we have here and how do we take these really precious plants and make sure that we're not wasting them? Mm. And so, we, you know, we really wanted to shine a light on two things. The first is that, you know, some of the things we discard in reality are often incredibly precious and, you know, we can find a way to give them new life. And number two, you know, the power of what's actually in a raspberry plant. <laughs> I love that. I mean, raspberry seed oil, you know, which you're using is incredibly potent and beneficial on the skin, oh, isn't it? Oh, it is. It's rich in elegic acid, which helps to fight fine lines and wrinkles. It's rich in the antioxidant vitamins, A, C and E. Um, it's packed with fatty acids. So, you know, ingredients that boost collagen, shield against aging. And actually, it's also mm. got phytosterols in, which are um, just protective parts of the plant that really help to protect against daily damage so within this one really you know humble plant that we see on a supermarket shelf all the time there's just a myriad of things that are really brilliant for the skin and so let's not throw that away let's start with that yeah well I have to say since since knowing and loving Kelsey skincare I do never look at a raspberry in quite the same way again (laughs) but moving on I mentioned that packaging is often seen as central you know to proving sustainability credentials but you reckon that we should be asking questions of every stage of the production process yes yeah absolutely and um it's something i'm really passionate about so we we talk about sustainability and for the most part that translates as packaging but i wanted with a brand to step much further back into the supply chain so you know partly we started with some vertical integration in that actually the finished products contain the raw materials from the brand's own farm and from the plants that they grew so it's stepping right back into every element of the sourcing process so mm. you know some of it's about the raw materials you know are they biodegradable are they going to cause any harm when they're washed you know down the sink after mm-hmm. use And, you know, are you starting with something that's there already? What can you upcycle? So I think that's really important. But the other thing for us that's important is about where everything comes from. So it's not just about is your plastic, you know, recycled? Are your packaging formats recyclable? But actually, very often, cosmetic packaging comes from China, um, some from the US, from Hong Kong. So obviously, you're using, you know, a ton of CO2 just shipping those around the world. And they're empty containers. Yeah, shipping glass bottles from China, which, you know, a lot of brands will do to bring them into Europe for filling. That's incredibly expensive in so many ways, you know, literally in the sort of broadest sense, because these things are heavy and they come in on containers and, you know, that that's all part of the process, isn't it? But you're looking at every step here. Yeah, absolutely. So we try to look at every piece and say, how can we do this better? So, you know, where we can, we buy our packaging in the UK. If we really can't get it here, we might go out to the EU, but we try and keep it as close to home as possible. And our manufacturing filler is based in the UK and they're really sustainably driven. So they've 
got some great production policies in place as well. And even things like, which is an interesting debate in beauty, I think, whether for some ingredients, um, biotech is a good alternative. Mm -hmm. So things like squalene that are very widely used as base ingredients. Um, typically, we talk about it being great when they're from a natural source, but actually there are fantastic lab-grown alternatives mm. to plant squalene now as well. So we try to put all of those things into the mix together. Yeah, it's a real balance, isn't it? And you've got to look at it in the round and, and the overall what is best. And interestingly, yeah. some things that are lab-grown, you know, maybe for, for whatever eco-reasons. I do love this idea, though, of soil to seed to skin. That seems just a lovely, a lovely trilogy. How do we see that all these lovely natural ingredients, you know, that we get into our, our skincare products are, are natural and good, but we're not missing out on luxury here, are we? Because you encourage everyone to use their beauty products perhaps a bit more mindfully and, and creating an indulgent routine, a ritual out of beauty. So it's it's not, you know, puritanical in any way, is it? No, absolutely. And I do think, you know, gone are the days when if you wanted to buy something that was a little bit sort of cleaner and greener, you know, you had to buy a sort of watery base that smelled a little bit bad because there were no <laughs> preservatives. In. Um, I do think we've come a long way since then, really. Um, and we... We were really keen to, as I say, because every every step we took was really considered, we said, you know, we're never going to be a brand with 20 different facial products in. You know, we want to create a range of really strong hero products that are multifunctional, so you can use them in different ways. Um, so we've got a gorgeous cleansing balm that, you know, it's like a gel, it melts into an oil and then rinses away as a milk. But we packed that with so many fruit enzymes that that's also a leave-on mask. So, it, you know, it can be a one-stop shop product for you. It's your cleanser, makeup remover, and it's also your brightening mask. So mm. we sort of approached it in that way. As you say, you know, every product was a hero product in itself or our concentrates can be mixed in with your usual moisturizer. So if you've got a product you love, we're not encouraging you to go out and buy a new one and leave a, you know, a half sure. empty jar there. But as you say, I think the experience was also really key for us. You know, uh, I think, you know, at the moment, the world feels scary. It feels stressful. And mm. um, we wanted the products, you know, while being really mindfully developed to bring a little bit of joy to people as well. I love that. And that's a really nice note to end on. Thank you very much, Claire. And I think it's clear that a responsible approach to sustainability and luxury can absolutely sit wonderfully side by side. We can actually take what already exists and enhance it and turn it into something magical. It's just brilliant. Well, if you want to transform your skin with these potent upcycled ingredients, head to kelseyskin.com. And don't forget, you can use the code LizLoves for 20% off until the 31st of January and thereafter it returns to 15% off. Well, how conscious are you of where the ingredients in your toiletries bag come from, I wonder? Let me know. You can catch me on Instagram at Liz Earl Wellbeing with the team. And I'm also there personally too at Liz Earl Me. Always love to see your comments and I do try to reply to as many as I can. Well, until the next time we chat, go very well. Goodbye. The Liz Earle Wellbeing Show is presented by me, Liz Earle, and is produced by Anushka Tate for Fresh Air Production with additional production support from Ellie Smith.